Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's Gange. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Bruno. I'm joined by a man who's seen his first glimpse of sunlight in the better part of the last 15 years, my co-captain Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. As always, Greeno, blockheads, millions, fucking around the world, especially in Vietnam, Greeno. Uh, there's a lot of sun in Vietnam. Vietnam it's very is hot in Vietnam. A lot of sun, relate. 100%. I, I was li- listening to the intro and I was just like, I forgot about our obsession with the rankings. Mm. We, we've uh, we've gone a bit rogue. We, we've we tried to not appeal to the populist masses over yeah. the last you know year or so, yeah. and it's really seen as dip in the Vietnamese rankings, which is a bit disappointing. But, you think we need to um, focus more Vietnam-specific content at the Vietnamese audience just to so. keep them on? Oh, okay. What would we do? I feel would like we talk? We would we just trash America? Like if we just talk, uh, sh- if we just talk shit about the states, do you reckon that'd be enough to get the Vietnamese coming back in? I th- think, don't they kind of like America talking, now? Yeah. yeah, I think they like America now. I think so. I think yeah. if we talk Rob Williams films from the late eighties. They love it. They'll, they'll be Good down morning, for that Viet- kind of stick. Now you said films. Yeah, Was there Viet- more than one Robin Williams Vietnamese film? Nah, just one. Just one. But uh, <laughs> all of his uh, films. There's probably a bad sequel. It was made on YouTube that I haven't seen. Good Morning Vietnam Sounds 2. Like <laughs> yeah. It's long after the war. Good and he just, Vietnam. Yeah, it's yeah, just about a guy. It's just a, a regular generic, like, people going, hey, call in, tell us about your first love life experience. Yeah, exactly. like, shit like just, that. Just general, like uh, an American, like um, like the, like a movie where the old baseball guy, what's the one where he gets traded to fucking Japan but with Burt Reynolds? Uh, Mr. Baseball. So you like you're an old washed up radio guy, Baseball. and you get traded. Oh, you that's get, Tom Selleck. It's Tom Selleck. I get them mixed up. Um, both they both yeah. have the same mustache, so it's their fault, not mine. You know yeah. what I mean? So I can, I can see the confusion. Yeah. So this average kind of guy, he's on the downhill run, like maybe like a Howard Stern type. You know, somebody who was really big mm-hmm. and really popular, who's now on the downhill run. Now his radio station yeah. buys like an outlet in Vietnam, <laughs> buys just some local mm-hmm. news radio station and says, you know what, we've got the perfect guy to go down there and set it up. So that's Good Morning Vietnam too. Just a guy who, yeah, yeah he takes he takes the job in Vietnam and he slowly goes into like, a, you, you know, like this slow rage until he eventually kills himself with opium with like Vietnamese hookers all around him. And then the movie ends. So it'd be a good nah, Nicholas Cage that's, that's too exciting. I can take it. I reckon we take it one step back. I reckon it's uh, Good Morning Vietnam 2 set in community radio. Community radio. Community radio, the Vietnamese style. Shit still doesn't work. Yeah. You know, the, the audio cuts out. The mm. microphone's only one of the three. They're, they're constantly hitting the wrong buttons. Yeah. Uh, the soundboard is, is all over the shop. How about this? It's just dead air for minutes on end. How about this, Greeno? Good Morning Vietnam 2, but it's set in, like, say, Sydney or New York, and the main character is Vietnamese trying to make it in community radio and he comes up against a lot of no. racism Greeno. Yeah. no yeah, that's a very fun good point okay let's take, it, let's take it one step back we're not inclusive enough yeah. what we need to do is name the title character vietnam, vietnam. yeah it's a coming of age story good where morning he comes vietnam, from vietnam he comes to he comes to america <laughs> yeah and it has to, it has to deal but it's a woman it's got to be a woman we'll just, for balance yes, and it's got to be we have a to, trans woman it has to so it's a trans, trans woman named vietnam trans woman named vietnam who comes from like bangladesh thailand uh, <laughs> thailand excellent yeah 
Uh, it then comes to New York, the big city. The big smoke. Quite like Crocodile Dundee Tree yep. in the big smoke. Yep. But, fish out of you know, water, your typical fish out of water fish out of style. Water, yeah. Come, comes across adversity. Uh, hey, hey, where do I where do I go to blow businessmen to make cocaine money? Oh, it's so funny. You yeah, don't understand. It's a different place, different walls here, different rules. You got to pay off the cops. Mate, you know nothing about radio. You know nothing about radio. I know nothing about Vietnam. Between us, yeah. we fixed it. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Fixed it. Done. <laughs> uh, quick, can we do a quick step back in time uh, and slash Greeno's story time before we get to the the first bit of the yeah, rundown? I think we're gonna do that. Oh my god! That nah, stupid color coding. Or a tweet that was a flashback earlier in the week. Do you, do you ever for, completely forget things in your mind hmm. and then one little thing reminds you of a memory that has since been lost? Since you've been gone? Um, yeah, some, some things like, uh, like say, a smell or a song or something like that. Yeah, it hmm. happens. Like it can just kind of transport you back in time to that moment. Yeah, that happens. Spot on. So I saw someone tweet the other day about a radio station called Wow FM. I'm like, why does that seem familiar? That mm. That's resonating with me for some reason. I, I realised I worked at that radio station for two years. Totally forgot about it. <laughs> what did you forget about it? I just forgot <laughs> no, the name of the radio okay. station. <laughs> I remember I worked at a radio station in some areas. Couldn't remember the name of it. I just forgot what the name of the radio station was. Yeah. So I tweeted the dude back, and I'm like, man, I swear, I Googled it, worked out that that was the one I used to work at. And I'm like, I worked at that radio station for two years. Like, I remember when it used to be back in Samaria's. And he's like, mate, it still is in Samaria's. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fucking there you go. There you fucking go. Lesson learned. I wonder what they're there up to go. these days, hey? The good old Wow FM. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to sit there and listen to it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no. Community radio. We used to be on it. Yeah. I wouldn't listen to this shit. No, Why would I listen God. to other people's community radio? Imagine being no. so stupid to think that you could do a podcast that's based on your experience in community radio and think that it would be any good. Like, that would be a stupid thing mm. to do. But you know what? We're, that's why the Vietnamese like us, Greener, because we overcome the odds. They love us. Yeah. We dig in 100%. deep and we fight hard exactly. to, to defend what's ours. Shout out to Vietnam. That and we we basically like pre-predicted the manuscript of uh, Good Morning Vietnam too. We did, yep. It's ours now. Trans in New so York. So if somebody's making it, then it is. Trans in New York, is that going to be like the subheading? Yeah. Okay. That'd well, be the subheading. And it's nice. It's good. It's a good idea too to have the sequel just have nothing to do with the first movie at all, except for sharing the no, title. Of course not. Yeah, just make it a completely different and, story. And just like... Trying, trying to suck on the entrails yeah. of the success of film number one. Exactly, because uh, there can't be another unless to, unless someone wants to start another Vietnam War. That would be helpful because that would help us with a lot of script mm. ideas, Greener. If we had another Vietnamese good, good War, morning, going, Af- yeah. good morning Afghanistan. Good morning Afghanistan. It doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> no, it doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> no, well they, the they got one. out of Afghanistan. So where's next? Where else will we fighting? <laughs> Where's the next uh, fight, we'll brother? Somewhere. Where's the next war? Yeah, happening? we'll find something. Okay. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> should we do a bit of bro freedom is fucked? Yeah, okay. Oh, sorry, correction. Bro, freedom is fucked. Freedom is fucked. So, well, do you, so do you want to give a little bit backstory on this? Apparently, Greeno, big for, nah, for our friends. For the friends outside New South Wales. Um, guess what? Apparently, Green Oak Freedom Day arrived this Monday. Freedom. This Monday just gone. Yep. We should have uh, we should have teed up some Rage Against the Machine. Think you said which which particular song would you play? Rage Against? No, Rage Freedom! Against the Machine. Yeah, we we should. Yeah! Ironically, 
<laughs> we should, yeah. ironically, but then only because exactly. Rage Against the Machine lock people out of their concerts if they haven't taken the jab, you see. So it's a real kick Freedom! in the Freedom! Yeah! We need that as a soundbite moving forward. Freedom, yeah. So he can do freedom, yeah, but then the he freedom. has to. But then he has to say only if you've been double jabbed, though. Like after the double song, jab. yeah. Hey guys, work. we like to sing yeah. songs and make commentary about the government and the state, but we just want to let you know that we really think that you should be double vaxxed before you come to one of our gigs. Yeah, I mean, standing up to the machine freedom! is cool and all. <laughs> standing up to the machine yeah! is it's cool and all. But you want to make sure that you're doing it in a socially responsible way, okay, guys? Thank you so much, Tom. I don't know, but the, the machine's COVID, though. Yeah, the machine is it's, COVID. It's just about, you know, the machine is COVID in this particular instance. Mm. So we are raging against said machine. Ah, okay. Uh, let's check out, <laughs> Thanks let's for clearing check out some up. dumbasses on Freedom Day. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all interpretive. <laughs> the first sip of a Freedom Frothy draft beer fresh from the tap. How's that taste? <laughs> Right, can you pause it here, please? Can you pause it? Because I've, I've already got problems with this. Okay. Tell me your problems. So this is day one. So these fuckwits, because uh, there was two things that I saw, and we'll get to the rest of the video. There was people lining up out the front of uh, what you referred to as lower-grade Walmart I saw during the week, <laughs> yeah. and there were people lining up to get into a pub. Yep. Now, two things that you could do during lockdown was purchase beer mm-hmm. And shop online. So the two items people were lining up for at midnight to twelve oh one are the things that you could have. (laughs) Are the things that you could already get that we won't tap. This isn't uh, (laughs) what's it called? Uh, What's the thing from the nineteen twenties where you couldn't buy beer? Uh, Prohibition, Greeno. Couldn't. This isn't. It wasn't prohibition. This was lockdown. In fact, you could get a lot of. You could get a lot of alcohol during prohibition, though. (laughs) To be honest, my wife wife walked into the garage the other day uh, because we cleaned out the garage post shed, and I was like, "Look, man, it's looking a lot neater now. It actually looks almost like a a room that I can do my my work in." Mm. And she's like, "One, two, three, four. Why have you got six cases of beer?" I'm like, "Well, you know, just in case." I'm like, "Well, lockdown, you know." Just in case, like, you know, after this case and the next case, we've only got four cases left. So exactly. we've got to make sure to steal a Barney Gumble quote. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I was like, well, you've got to make sure just in case. Like, just in case I can't get down Murphy's for a couple of weeks, I need six cases That's right. just to be sure. Yeah. But we can always get beer no matter what. So for people lining up, getting a, a – personally, I, I hate uh, beer at a pub. I prefer just to have, like, a case at home or at a, at a party or whatever. Schooner you beer. Hate- I'm not a big fan of schooners. Really? Personally. That's un-Australian. Mm-hmm. That's un-Australian, Green. That's massively un-Australian. So I'd, what I'd do you drink at a like pub, a- like bourbon and cokes and stuff? No, I, when I go to a pub, I get a schooner. I'm saying I'd rather drink a schooner, like I'd rather drink a bottle out right. of a case than I would a schooner. Okay. I think well, it tastes better. You know, you can buy bottles of beer at the pub too. Like the, you can just... Everyone well, will kind can, of everyone will make it, comments behind it, your back though, and say, "Oh, look at this fucking." Yeah, thing. I can get it. Get it at home for like one tenth of the price. Yeah, you can do that, I guess. So you don't like? I, I, I don't love. I love a poured pint out of a fucking uh, out of a tap greener. It's one of life's many ah, pleasures. See, no, because then you have to deal with the fuckwits around. It's yeah, yeah. I don't want to deal with the fuckwits. Uh, I don't know. There's something about oh, no. like an ice cold pint, but anyway, look, I, I take your point. I've got something to bring to you in regards to this story as well. 
It must be said, we have to point out that the man is wearing a Tui's draft shirt. So this is the shirt that he's decided yeah. to go with on Freedom Day. And it's to the pub. Yeah. Freedom Day. Freedom! So I mean like Yeah. People will use the opportunity when they get on TV to make political statements of all different sorts, Greeno. So sometimes people <laughs> go on there and wear like a, you know, a Colin Kaepernick, for example, wear a Che Guevara shirt or something, right? Uh, yeah. Other people wear a BLM shirt. Someone may wear like a fucking Jesus Saves shirt or something because so, you've got to get noticed. This guy yeah. has decided to, you know, just stick up for Tui's, Greeno. Like, hey, Tui's, I just want to let you know Ooh. that I'm on the team. I'm one of you. I'm a fucking big fan. I'm a big fan of your beer. And, you know, so we get a, a shot yeah. of him at the pub with the beer, wearing the shirt. That's what he's representing on Freedom Day, Greeno, is a fucking... Nice, yeah. I mean, that's pretty Australian, you know. What do you think about BLM? Thanks. I don't know. I'm representing Tui's today. <laughs> exactly. Tui's. And to put it into context for our American listeners or the people who can't see the actual uh, the video because they listen to the podcast, mm. we're talking about a Tui's draft T-shirt that's circa 1980. Yeah, it's a retro. This is a beer that hasn't existed <laughs> for 25 years, 35 years. Uh, but he's like, this is the one I'm sporting. He's had it in the back of the closet, yeah. ready to go. He's and like, it looks no, in good it's nick. Vintage 19. Yeah. It's in good nick. He's never worn it before. It's definitely not a pub shirt because if it did, it'd have vomit. It'd be fucking like bad sausage roll stains on it. Yeah. There'd be uh, there'd be a lot of things yeah. uh, that, we, that we don't want to deal with or see. That's a fresh shirt right there. He's been saving that for a special occasion. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. He's bought it. He bought it back in 1984, and he's like, look, if we ever get locked down and I can't go to a pub for the better part of five months, mm. this is the shirt I'm wearing. Yep. And he, he turned to his wife one day. He's like, fucking, I've got it. I've got the clothes I'm going to wear. I'm ready to go. Mm. I've been planning for this for 20-odd years. And then I kind of wish she hadn't ironed it just so he couldn't wear it. You know what I mean? Uh, Jesus Christ, love. I told you to have it ready by fucking Sunday night. Now you've now Freedom Day's Freedom ruined. Day. You fucking ruined it. Yeah. You know what? It looks like the kind of shirt that the company would give him if he handed in the receipts for buying 200 cartons of piss in six months or something, like some competition. Yeah, you know, he could, yeah. that could be, it looks like a super, like he took a tour of the Tui's brewery one day <laughs> he, and he got that, he got that for <laughs> answering the, the lucky door prize. No, no, he got that yeah. for answering the trivia questions about Tui's. And they yeah. said, you know what? Let's give this kind of shirt. And so, you know, he wears it's kind it of trivia to be like, how many, how many schooners of Tui's new do you need to drink before you technically get alcohol poisoning? Because that seems like the yeah. kind of dude that know the answer. Yeah, the, and he yells out, at least one more, and they go, ha, 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 hand that man a Tui's <laughs> shirt. Give that man a fucking shit old shirt. Yeah. Fantastic. Really good. Great to be out of lockdown, mate. It ended. It's great to be out of lockdown, mate. The stroke of midnight. They made it dramatic, didn't they? Okay, midnight. That's when we're opening it up. Wow, mm. thanks. You know what I thought, though, Greeno? How fucking Australian, you know, Australia's pretty lame. We're pretty cringe uh, most of the time. Mm. People don't really know. And, you know, we we accept it. We accept our levels of cringe as being like, oh, well, that's just Australia, right? Uh, but there's nothing Aussie, more lame and cringe. Right. There's nothing more lame and cringe than having your Freedom Day greener on a fucking school night on a Monday. That is the most lame Monday and morning. the most yeah. cringe. Because, like, everybody else would be like, oh, let's do it on a Friday. <laughs> let's do it on a Saturday night. Mm. Imagine Saturday night Freedom Night, Greeno. But no, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. mummy and daddy Missed government in Australia puts it on a Monday yeah. night because they know we'll go to bed early because <laughs> we have to be up for school. Now, missed opportunity, day. though, for the government, though. Because we, we got uh, some new cockhead premier. If he really wanted to do some favour with, with the voting public, mm. could have called a public holiday Monday. 
public holidays to make it like Freedom a, Day a public holiday so no one has to go to work. <laughs> no one's going to work on Monday. You want to line up for Kmart? Go nuts. All of these. You want to line up at Canary RSL? Yeah. Day off. I just love, yeah. I reckon you'd Anybody? make a tremendous diplomat because your idea of rewarding the people who have, you know, begging to go back to work for the last three months is to give them a day off. To announce a public off. holiday. So they're probably not getting paid because they're all casual, right? They're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ultimate kick in the dick. Freedom Day, everything's closed. Public holiday. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Give me a nice Gary for that one. You're getting a nice Gary. Nice Gary! It's a tremendous policy, sir. Brave decision, sir. (laughs) Stroke of midnight. All right, now have a look at some of these fucking idiots. This is why I need you in my. This is why I need you in my cabinet. Yeah. Because you're the only one that would have pointed out, going, uh, "Sir, it's a great idea. You're going to get the public on side." but no one's working that day. <laughs> oh, shit. Isn't that the whole point of opening up is so people can go to work? Yeah. We're opening up to give them a day off. No, no. So people get paid to not show up to work. That's what I want to say. <laughs> That'll help. That's the, block, that's the block government policy. Exactly. I like it. Oh, fuck. All right. Now have a look at some of the, what these idiots did. <laughs> have a look at what some of these fucking idiots did at midnight, Green. Are you ready? Let's have a look. Ended at the stroke of midnight. Look at this. And some couldn't be. The fucking City Tattersalls Club, Greeno. <laughs> the Tats Club. Just wasted a bottle of champagne. They, they've had no money for the better part of three months and they're wasting precious cargo by oh. spraying it out the front. Now they've got to get someone to mop it up. Oh. Now it's an OH&S issue. Yeah. We're going to have to close this place down for OH&S risks before they even opened it. Uh, Tattersalls can fucking afford it. <laughs> they, they, they're probably like, just grab one of the bottles of Moe that's leaving, that's holding the fucking loading dock door open. Go and grab one of them. <laughs> uh, what I love it, though, is like it's a big celebration. We're popping champagne corks, Greeno. There's got to be at least seven people there. Look oh, at that. Jerry. There'd be yeah. more people in the filming crew. Then they were there for the grand mm. reopening of the fucking Tats Club. Sydney <laughs> Tattersalls, yeah. And some couldn't be. For those who don't know, Sydney Tattersalls Club, yes, it's a club where people go and drink and stuff, but it's the kind of one where you're expected to wear a jacket, you know? It's one of those. So. It's a wanky. wanky. Yeah. yeah, very wanky. Not longer. Across Sydney, many clubs threw their doors open. Also your um, proof of vaccination, please. I've got to see your proof of vaccination, please. (laughs) Nice, Gary! They have to make sure. Can we get a a shot of the security guard asking for the vaccine? Asking for vaccination? Yeah. Just got to make sure we get that on camera. Because we're basically doing public service announcements for the police now, <laughs> here in the media. But anyway. Double jabbed, freedom meant a glass half full. Oh, thanks, Wendy. Oh, freedom meant a glass half full, Greeno. Oh, huh? What do you think of that? That's some good, good journalistics. Like some good journalistics there. Yeah. From this chappy. Jeez. Current affair would be proud of that one. Yeah, you should Trolley. be. Now, look at these fucking, look at these people. These fucking clowns. Yeah. My God. Okay. Jeez. Once again, let's, let's, take, let's take a step back. Yep. This store has been open the entire time of lockdown. You could order anything you want. You didn't have to pay your charges. <laughs> Because you, you said could take literally a step back. go online. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
You could literally go online, select your 400 items, yeah. say click and collect, rock up at the door. It's all in a nice big package for you. They walk them out. They walk them out to your car. They they walk them out to your car. You sit there in your car. They're like, there you go, sir. This is fucking great. I had to buy uh, some stuff for my kid's birthday uh, during the lockdown. Yeah. Similar thing. I'm like, oh, we need X, Y, and Z. Excellent. Click and collect. Rocked up 8 a.m. Bang. There's your parcel. Thanks for coming. I'm like, beautiful. I didn't See have to go later. in the store deal with fuckwits. Yeah. It was very good. These clowns have lined up at 1201 <laughs> to get a trolley for. I've not quality merchandise either. Like, there's nothing over five bucks. Exactly. Everything's it, five bucks. This is under. exactly why I said it's a shittier version of Walmart because Walmart is like Kmart, yeah. except it's got everything, you know? You yeah. can buy you can buy lunch there. You can buy guns there. You can do all all kinds of yeah. shit. So no, no guns and lunch at Kmart. Exactly, yeah. Kmart and Target. They're just like the kind of you can buy everything except the cool stuff. So you know, it's like kids mm. kids furniture and shit, <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, singlets, mm. under undershirt, screeno. That's where you go if you want to buy like yeah. your boxer shorts in bulk. You go to one of those places. Yeah, oh, that's where I go to buy. This is where I go to this particular store to buy like sleeping t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> like I just want to get five t-shirts for like five bucks. Yeah, yeah I'll rock up there. Or once again, I don't rock. I normally I rock up, get it for five bucks in and out. This time, just rock up, click and collect. So I don't have to go and deal with the five buck purchase. And you, so it's a place where you go to get your your sleeping t-shirts, but you also might buy an Xbox game or something while you're there. You know, you might walk past and go. Mm, I don't know think what? I sell them anymore. Well, that wouldn't fucking so surprise me. Everything nice, under five bucks. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. So that's the kind of store. Bucks. That's the kind of store these people were lining up for to then go into this feeding mm. frenzy situation. Can you imagine Greeno being yeah. in a store at one in the morning with and you know mm. let's let's be conservative here with at least two hundred fucking angry mothers with full shopping trolleys? Can you fucking nice, imagine? Gary. Can you fucking imagine what that would be like? <laughs> a pointless shit. Like, how did these people survive without these shopping trolleys full of garbage Fuck for the last four months? And, I mean, you know they're going to be angry. You know they're going to be upset because they're in there. Look at these fucking lines that they're standing in to give people, people money. I do not want to associate with them. I know. Yeah. God, look at that. It's just, it, I just, I just find it so fucking bizarre that people behave like that. It's embarrassing, really. It's a society. I'm We've not embarrassed. I'm laughing like, at them, but I just don't get it. No, I'm embarrassed that these fuckers have nothing better to do on a Sunday night at, at oh, sorry, Monday morning at 12.01 <laughs> than to show up. <laughs> At shitty Walmart. To lame ass Walmart. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Or perhaps a trolley full to overflowing. Kmart was chaos in the early hours. Look, look at the. Okay, now, this guy. I love this guy. Have a look at this fucking shit. In the early hours. And you should see how many people are here. It's crazy. And this. But you're there. <laughs> yeah, he's there. You're he's one, one of, of the crazy ones. In fact, you're even yeah. more crazy because you're not just there to shop. You're now trying to do a fucking video judge. About, about everybody showing. I mean, look at all of these people here. Oh, my God, they're crazy. And Greeno and I are saying the same thing. Look at all these people there. Oh, my God, they're crazy. But we're doing it from the comfort of our homes a week later. You know, we're looking yeah. at what's already we were, happened. We were, we were resting comfortably exactly. at that point. Exactly. Look at them just lining up to hand over money, Greeno, to give someone money. Look at this. Did you did you really and, and need that, that bulk diaper pack at two in the morning on Freedom Day? Is this what you I mean? It's an it's interesting very, 
you, you, raise, you raise a very good point. All these people are lined up to hand over cash, right? Yeah. None of them, they're hand, lining up to hand over cash to big business. Mm-hmm. Not not anyone that's actually lost money, not small business being shut down, not sole traders, not partnerships, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. Not, not the little man. They lined up to hand it over to people that actually have made a profit yes. during the pandemic, Correct. which is the ultimate irony and, and the ultimate stupidity yeah. of these fuckwits lining up. Uh, it was celebration day. It was celebration of big business day in reality. Mm. That's what, exactly. Yeah. Let's let's double profits of already doubling profits businesses because yeah. we're fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> it just dumbfounded me. And the other people that lined up, like I don't know if the video gets to Canterbury League Club, people were lining up at twelve oh one to go into the League Club to play the fucking pokies <laughs> to hand over hard earned <laughs> because they were jonesing. To play to hand over their cash to a poker machine, like they've had four months to wean themselves off the addiction of poker machines because poker machines are nothing that than other than sucking money out of your bank account. No one actually wins on poker machines. The people that do win have already lost more money than they put in, so they're or, not actually no, winning. No, no, no or point of wins. order, point of order. The people who win that I've witnessed in my life, I'm obviously not one of these people. But the people I've seen yeah. who win are the ones who never play it and just randomly stick in 20 bucks, and they're the ones who pull out 500. Yeah. And they go like, all right, sweet, and then they don't play it again for another 12 months, you know? Don't play it again. They win. Exactly. If- they're not the people lining up at 1201. It's the people that are losing money hand over fist that yeah. lined up at 1201 to get their fix of losing their coin. Just think uh, like, they just gonna, think they've they been gonna... working from home for three months, right, and they're like, oh, honey, look how much money These I've saved. These are not working, dude. <laughs> Been, yeah, now these people have locked up with a big fat wad of JobKeeper yeah. to, to put back through the poker machines. Uh, they, they'll be sitting there going, look at how much money I saved. Uh, this is so amazing. I'm, I'm doing so well. Can't wait to get down there at 12.01 and just feed just feeding $50 notes into the pokies, Greeno, mm. just one after another. We're doing $2.50. We're doing $2.50 hits per line. That's we got it. the money to burn. Oh, I nearly got the features. Yeah. I nearly got the pyramids, bro. Fucking come on. She wants oh, to man. go off, I've, mate. She wants to go off. I've had two features in a row. Fucking almost, <laughs> almost. Come on. Crazy. And this was the midnight lineup for Spotlight, the end of their fabric fast. What do you buy at Spotlight, Greeno? You buy shit that you, like, knit with and stuff. Stuff you like buy that. Fabric, yeah. You buy, yeah. You buy you knitwear. Buy, you buy needles. You buy fabric. You buy diamantes that you stick on denim jackets. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So yeah. people are that keen to knit. <laughs> to do arts and, arts Once and again, crafts. All, th- all things, all arts things crafts, you can purchase you online. Arts and crafts during lockdown. Also, spotlight. Yeah. Very profitable during uh, during the pandemic, especially because arts and crafts were very big during lockdown because you had to keep the kids entertained. So Spotlight, once again, a very profitable business that these fuckwits decided to feed money into. Yes. And I guess, you know, obviously they're, they're here to resupply Greeno because they've gone through all of their arts and crafts materials. I mean, you know, do you know what it's like when you run out of glitter, Greeno? Do you know the fear? That goes, so I've just got to get See, down there that? and get in this line here. <laughs> I've got to stand and line up two hours. So Mitch Hedberg or Dimitri, Dimitri Martin, who talks about glitter, the herpes of art supplies. Yes. Uh, I think it's... Once you've got it, you never yeah, it's get Dimitri. It. I think it's Dimitri. Yeah, it's Dimitri Martin. The end of their fabric fast. Three, two, one, zero! In Penrith, they... Uh, you... Bro, <laughs> people are fucked. 12.01 <laughs> to work out. Bro, like, 
I could have I could have said, bro, people are fucked about 19 times already. We've been going on this show for 25 minutes. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of bro people are fucked here. People are lining up to go to the gym. And and I can I can kind of get this a little bit yep. because actually no, I can't. Like fucking I like I like working out. I got a home gym, it's mm. fine. And I, I'll say to my wife, she's like, Oh, would you have gone out on the first day, like and gone to the gym? I'm like, look, if I didn't have a gym at home and I'd like working out every day, which I do. Then yeah, I would have gone to the gym. Am I going to the gym at twelve oh one? No, I'm not a fucking idiot. I'll go like midday the next day when I feel comfortable. Like when I'm awake, I've had a good rest, I've had a coffee, I got a good brekkie under my belt. I'm protein carved up. I've had a pre shake. I'm good to go. I'm not doing a twelve oh one. Sounds like a lot of work. Go on the rower. That's a lot of work. Mm. Go to sleep twelve oh one. Yeah. So it'll throw the, the, the most time you lose weight is sleep time. It'll throw your whole schedule off, Greeno, if you go to the gym mm. at twelve oh one. <clears throat> but you, don't you want to? Don't you want to? on the next day. Don't you? Don't doesn't this look like fun to you though? <laughs> oh, these people, I don't want to fucking associate with these people because they're, they're the kind of pricks that don't wipe down the equipment. Uh, I guarantee it. Uh, they're going to go sweat all over it. These uh, these twelve oh one as well. Mm, awful. Yeah, the twelve oh one. Have you noticed all women though? Yeah, because it's a fernwood. There's no blokes there. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a oh, chick, yes, chick it's only gym. gym. <laughs> that would explain that there's only women there. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a sexist screen. Give, give me a dick. Give me a dick. Penrith, they <laughs> counted down to their first gym class in months. Burning off that lockdown energy. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> nah, there's a bloke going in. There you go. No, this oh, is this is this a fucking thing. Harley Davidson dealership or some shit. Who knows what's going on here? <laughs> and here, the excited jig of a couple who booked in for haircuts at twelve oh one. What's a. wrong with people? We have a busy oh. night ahead. We're doing pretty Bro. much. People are fucked. People are fucked. Right, I don't want to see any more of this shit. All right, you're done. This, this is an embarrassment. <laughs> I'm done with that. I'm not oh. even. I'm not, I haven't even started with that yet. I'm going to have to watch that. I know. We're going to save uh, material for your show tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Because I haven't done anything. Material for your show. Yeah. Exactly. Let's do a Greeno story time. I like Thanks. stories about pinatas. Uh, the, the end of homeschooling for, uh, for my family, Monday. Mm. Monday, all done. Kids back at school. Kindergarten returns. The new premier, the new rogue premier, who's just like, fuck the rules, we're out. He's, he's kind of like the substitute teacher. In like Saved by the Bell, who rocks up and just like ah, that's fucking. I don't care what Mister Belding says. Fucking Belding Gladys Bergerjillian. Let's get rid of those rules. We're doing my own rules, and he just there's no rules. So kids are back at school Monday, and I'm like fucking, I'm pumped because finally uh, the the daughter's going back then to homeschool, can actually focus on doing my job, and at the same time uh, the Saved by the Bell premiere has also cut off any uh, money being paid for daycare. Because they're like, fuck it, send the kids back to daycare as well. We're not paying for the gap fee okay, anymore. So basically, so, to go back to daycare. so the new substitute teacher is coming. You've you've become accustomed to the previous rules where everyone was kind of running a bit mm. rampant, doing what they want. And the new guys come in and he said, all right, look, I'm going to give you a little bit of freedoms here, but you have to be responsible. And if you don't grab your toy and bring it back to the carpet within five seconds, then I'm afraid you can't have your toy. There's a little bit of that going on, Green. Nah, it's kind of the opposite. It's kind of like th- there was rules before, and now he's like, fuck the rules. Fuck uh, the, rules. the teacher has no, fuck the rules, we're out. Let's go nuts. Did my you son's know- back at daycare Monday, my daughter's back at school. Okay, so the Monday gone or the Monday coming up? 
Monday coming. Okay. Monday coming. All right. Uh, daycare's back. Things. So last week of daycare. So I'm like, excellent. And I was actually a little bit pumped because I'm like, look, it'd be nice for my daughter to get back to school, see her friends, see sure. her teachers, interact with society. Same with my son. He's going a little bit burker with me at home because I'm a pain in the ass to deal with day in, day out. Right. And for me, I was like, well, it'd be nice to actually be Smart able to do kid. my job and, and not and not be a teacher <laughs> and also not be a daycare and also not be an accountant. Right. So a lot of things juggled in between all those things. A lot of irons so in then the fire. I'm like, oh, so, Exactly. So yesterday we get a, 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 a message from the school and I was like, excellent, because they, they said we'll, ha- we'll give you kind of the plan of where you can drop them off, what the rules are, do they have to wear a mask, all this kind of horseshit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, excellent, all good, let me know. I've got the details finally. And I'm working away and the wife comes out, she's like, did you see the message from school? I'm like, no, 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 I'm working. And she's like, uh, you probably need to read it. COVID case inside my kid's school Thursday before they're meant to go back. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had to shut down the school because there was a, like a positive COVID case inside the school <laughs> two days no, before they meant scary. to go. Back. <laughs> <sighs> so Green you know, Eye thought on, he, he was done. I like stories about pinatas. <laughs> need to interrupt. Just need to gather my thoughts after that Ooh. bombshell, Greener. Um, yeah. So my first my first query is, uh, so what's the fucking point mm-hmm. then? <laughs> because what's the fucking point? Is it, is this going to happen after every time like a kid has COVID or so, is, so that's it. Okay. We've got to cancel the plans and then we'll have to make days. a new plan yeah. every single time. So we got to look at, Gotta lock it down. Contact trace. A kid gets it. It's, it's no different to anything else. Like if mm. if you have COVID, you got to still got to lock down for fourteen days yourself. Yeah, that's wonderful. So that's wonderful. If you, if you, yeah, that's, if you're contact tracing, that's wonderful. But so if you're the like, just say you're a parent who you, the kid's going back to school, and you're like, thank fuck, now I can go back to work, and the kid can be at school, and I'll pick mm. him up on the way home. You can't plan for anything like that. So, um, you know, on. one day they'll just call you up and say, oh, by the way, for the next two weeks, you've got to teach your own kid again. And it's like, hang on, I just got this job. Like, what are you doing to me? Like, there's yeah. going to be a lot of that going on, Greeno. And again, it's, I think there some is. people might feel a little silly in the future when, you know, this, what, are we going to open the school for two days and then shut it down again? Open it for a day. Oh, no, someone mm-hmm. else got COVID, shut it down for two weeks. That so can't good. continue. That can't just go on like that. So. They're at some it's point, a, they're going to have to. It's a brave new world with cra- crazy, mis- crazy Mr. Building's uh, brother. He's just you know, rogue yeah. as our premier. Well, no, I mean, well, so at some point, uh, there's going to have to be a case at a school and somebody who runs, as, as horrifying as this sounds to people, at some point, mm-hmm. there's going to have to be a case at a school and, and they'll say, okay, can you go home? Okay, good. Everyone else, uh, keep working. That's going to have to happen at some point. Because you can't keep ah. sending people in. So what? Do, what? Do, what's the alternative? We're just in a perpetual state of go to school until there's a lockdown again. You can't do that. People need to plan their life, Greeno. They can't. They can't run their life ah, to a, a, a text message which they'll receive from the government. Ah, By the way, kids' schools shut for two more weeks. Shut. Shut for two more weeks. Thanks for coming. Thanks. For that's coming. how we live. That's our, our new life. Okay. Well, good. Well done. No, just wanted to sort to, that let's out. Let's get to the important issues. <laughs> Let's get to the important issues, man. Let's talk to celebrities. Celebrities. Because not only is freedom <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Right. Celebrities are fucked. What, why are the celebrities now, we fucked? Talked, uh, we talked about on, on the show last week uh, random shit that pops up on the Twitter trending feed. Mm. 
And you were talking. We were talking about the the chick who was taking a piss with her husband or dumps with her husband. Uh, Megan, yeah, no, Megan Trainer. Her and her husband have a side by side toilet situation going on there. Spot on, exactly. But this week I found a new one because for some reason I'm like, why is this showing up as what's happening on my Twitter? Megan Fox and uh, some dude called Machine Gun Kelly. Now I don't know who these people are. I wonder who Megan Kelly, uh, Megan Fox is. Machine Gun I know Kelly, Megan uh, Kelly I don't too. Know who he is. Megan Kelly, the former MSNBC and Fox News host, who now does a podcast there, or something. There we, there we go. So these people are apparently madly in love, and they're very desperate for attention. So they've done a little bit of a, an interview and a photo shoot with GQ style magazine. Being uh, what's the name? Megan Fox hasn't hasn't been in a film for a better part of what five six years. Ten. Uh, a successful one anyway. <laughs> Ten uh, years. She was in, Kelly. She was in one successful film, and it was successful because the the robots were the the stars in Transformers. There we go, Transformers, spot on. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, the male version of Tilda Swinton. Uh, I don't know what he I don't does. Know, I don't know who that is either. <laughs> Who's that? Google, Google Tilda Swinton and look at this dude. You'll understand the joke. Um, oh, I'm, I'm so, still trying um, to. I'm still trying to wrap my head around whether or not. Megan Kelly, the the former MSNBC and Fox News journalist, is here because of the union of Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Greener, I'm still trying to Machine Gun Kelly, work maybe. through that problem. It's a hybrid. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. Uh, but Megan Fox, they were asking about their courtship, right? So how did this happen? Because <laughs> yeah. apparently people give a fuck. Hmm. Um, oh, sorry, my wife said to me once again, she's like, oh, dad's like, she's saying to my daughter, dad's going to go out there and say fuck a lot. I'm like, well, look, I'll stop saying fuck. Like I said in the last week's show. Good job. I'll just replace nice. my cunt instead. So if, if you hear me say, you say fuck too much, remind me to start saying cunt more. Throw some, um, dad, dad, throw some cunts in while you're at it. Oh, thanks, son. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, thanks sweetheart. <laughs> Daddy loves so, you. Megan Fox. <laughs> She was talking talking about how they met because once again these are attention seeking cuntwits. Yeah. Um, and she said, <laughs> "Nice, Gary." God, it's she just said, right. I, "I, I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly-looking creature." And I looked up and I was like, "You smell like weed." He looked down at me and he was like, "I am weed." Oh, then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. I'm like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. like." Why do we need to know this? Firstly, that's a douchebag pickup line. I've never heard anything as bad as that. Mm. Uh, but apparently worked to get Megan Fox. Then uh, in response to that, uh, Machine Gun Kelly said, even our first kiss, she wouldn't kiss me. We just put our lips right in front of each other and breathed each other's breath, and then she left. So it's very kind of mysterious. It's very fucking You mean weird. it's bullshit. Uh, that's what it is. It's bullshit. Like it's his bullshit. cock was in her mouth literally five minutes after they met. After the weed line, it was it was cock. It was probably it. after yeah, it was like, probably after they did needles and you know did some lines, racked up a few a few of the nose beers, Greeno. It's probably after a night on the nose beers. beers. One of those Hollywood nose beers <laughs> parties. But look, I don't know who he is, so I, I don't he's a he's a man in a fur coat. That's all I know, judging by the photographs. But she is somebody yeah. who looks completely fucking different because of the ridiculous amount of plastic surgery she's had. So oh, she horror. looks Absolutely nothing horror. like Megan Fox. I remember Megan Fox. Mm. And of course, that was years and years and years ago, and she's aged a bit. But when they get like the over, when they overdo the plastic surgery, man, in ten years there's gonna be mm. there's gonna be a cliff moment, Greeno, as in like right off the oh, fucking 100%. edge of it, and it's just gonna be oh yeah. god, she's pretty. She's she's on the verge. I can see the cradle rocking over the top of the cliff. Yeah. It's it's very uh it's very it's quickly approaching. There. Yeah. 
So anyway, mm. there you have it. Um, I think all of that's bullshit. <laughs> that whole story is bullshit. I reckon <laughs> they. Woke, they I reckon they woke up in some B grade Hollywood celebrity's fucking basement, which has been trans transformed into a drug den, and there's a lot of velour. Yeah, smacked out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Smacked out of her head, and she woke up next to this guy who was yeah. covered in his own vomit. And said, hey, this is pretty cool. I smell like weed. <laughs> you know, that yeah. was enough. <laughs> And out they go. It's a, it's a happy love story. And as we, oh, as, we go to, as we go to a break, yep. perfect example of bro, celebrities are fucked. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch your It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie Can't be old movies and old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, the best way to do so would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper Greeno. What the hell are we up to? What are we doing here? Uh, what's the Lego demo? I don't know if you saw this article throughout the course of the week. Well, I saw uh, it, it because I accidentally I saw it because well, I accidentally well, had well. it on the screen when we came back from the ad. So I saw it for that brief second. But sure, go. I'll play along. Yeah, no, what's this Lego thing you're talking about? Huh, never seen it. <laughs> so Lego is planning to go gender neutral after a global study found stereotypes were highly restrictive when nice. it comes to playtime. Is this a good and idea? Nice job. And chauvinists and sexists. Now, Last time I checked, Damo, I don't know if you've, you've played with Lego recently. Uh, they are <laughs> the square, square block. 
not recently. They're square blocks that have little bubbles on top, yep. which means you can put a, a block on top of it yep. and build it sideways and you go up, down. And people people create things out of these little square Lego blocks right. based on the fact that you can adapt them and, and whatnot. Sounds incredible. Now, the last time Sounds I checked out, I went out, after I saw this article, I had to go check my, my kids' Lego just to make sure. Yeah. Uh, See if so anyone had drawn check. a big dirty cock on the side of one of them or something. Make well, sure. Last time, I uh, last time I checked, Lego didn't have a dick or a vagina. So I just yeah. wanted to confirm just to make sure we're all sweet here. Yeah. And I can confirm, sir, there was no dick or vagina on any of my kids' Lego oh, pieces. Now, I don't know if there's different Legos out there. There might be some cock Lego. There might be some dick Lego. Uh, there might be some vag Lego. There, there might be some titty Lego. There might be some ass Lego. I don't know. Maybe if they're an ass, they might want to get their ass Lego. Uh, that, that That's their prerogative. Uh, there could be some scissors Lego. There, there could be some sausage Lego. I don't know. Whatever Lego they want to get that might have uh, genitalia, mm-hmm. I'm not aware of any of those that particularly exist. Okay. So it's an interesting move from Lego to go kind of like uh, can- cancel culture mm. to then say they're going to take away gender bias from the Legos. From the Legos. So uh, so I guess because we don't – so. I, you know, I guess because we don't have a queer Lego now, I guess we have to make a queer Lego. So maybe it would just be no rainbow Lego. colors. That's, that's, that's why I'm getting confused. I'm well, like, I have where to. Was the, the I have to assume. Oh, straight I have Lego, to. gay Lego, queer Lego, male Lego, female Lego, uh, uh, unilateral Lego, yeah. trans Lego. I, I didn't see any of the the genders to begin with. Mm. So I'm intrigued to the gender bias. Well, and, they and must the see the they must see the gender in them. Um, in the in the actual pieces, the blocks. I wonder if what they this is like a confused thing they're referring to in that like the Lego kits. It'll be like a construction site, make a little truck or a fire truck or a racing car or an aeroplane or a tank or something like. It's always that kind of stuff. I wonder if they're going to start making like maybe you can make a My Little Pony out of Lego or something. Or so what did little girls play with? No. <laughs> I think I've worked it out. I think yeah. I've worked it out. Yeah. I, I, I'm fixed up. You know nothing about Lego. Yeah. I know nothing about genitalia. Uh-huh. But I think it's actually the bubble pieces yeah. that represent genitalia. Uh-huh. So all Lego moving forward are just going to be flat bits of plastic. Just holes. <laughs> just, just No, no, no holes because no that holes. would uh, insinuate a female anatomy. Oh, oh I so get So they're you. all going to be flat. Just so they're all flat. That the, don't the plug into each other. The pieces no longer connect. <laughs> unfortunate, but so, we, we don't want to be gender biased. So, so there's basi- going to be no bubbles. They'll basically, no they'll basically be like, <clears throat> well, here's your next problem. Because there's all different kinds of Legos, they come in different shapes and sizes. Now, you don't want to do that because you don't want to have a bias for people to have like a quote-unquote normal shape Lego. And you don't want people to be ah. um, against the smaller Legos or the bigger yeah, Legos. Oh. So what we're going to have to do is just have pieces of plastic with no holes and no plugs that are all the same color and yeah. all the same size that don't plug into each just other. Just to be safe. Just to make sure that nobody's yeah. excluded, Greeno. Speckle. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Like, Legos nice, are fucked. Gary. Oh, fuck. That's a bit of Greeno story time, sir. Okay. I like stories about pinatas. Interesting week at work for me. Uh, basically, I had to do system upgrades. Now, normally what would happen with a system upgrade is we take it because we're moving from one platform to another platform. We've moved companies. We've been bought by another company. Ooh. We have to basically eradicate all the information that existed on company number one yep. and move it uh, and create company number two yeah. on my laptop. Now, what would normally happen is we take the laptop into work, 
we we got some IT nerds that take care of that shit, and then we get the laptop back and then we keep working. Now, because we can't go and see the laptop nerds, mm. we're going to do this shit ourselves. So oh, you get a whole God. bunch of Oh, you poor fucking man. Can only imagine the fucking horrors that are befouling you, Greeno, as you struggle Damn. over the horizon of, you know, plugging in your own fucking mouse, plugging in your own monitor, you know. Shutting down your own PC. I mean, it's fucking. It's going to be hell out there for right. you. I feel for you, bro. I'm going to restart it. It's fucking you. all over the shop. Right. Um. So uh, basically, I lost three days of work just watching an application download and upload. I did, <laughs> did nothing other than beach? stare at my screen, hit a hit a button. Yeah. I, I said download new system, and I waited. For like eight hours, yeah. and like, oh, that's that's me done for the day. I'd love and the idea of you. Morning. I'd love the idea of you just down like the local park with an esky, just sinking piss, just with the laptop next to you while it's open, downloading the application. <laughs> just take it in the car yeah. with you when you go down the pub or something. <laughs> well, I'm technically hey, I'm I working. Not, I'm waiting for the thing to download. So. If I was not homeschooling and doing daycare, that's exactly where I would have been. Just cruising uh, around. So I spent <laughs> one day downloading. I spent one day uploading, yeah. and then I spent all today. Uh, trying to fix all the bugs that happened from the download and nice, upload. I didn't know what for three days, which got me thinking. And this has turned into an FM segment a little bit. Um, where? Whoa, thinking, hold on. Coming is- up. No, wait, Greeno. Don't give him too many excuses. No, guys, call up. What do you think Greeno got from a text message five minutes later? What do you think it said? Call up. You're going to win tickets to the fucking, I don't know, the Offspring cover band show. Nice, Come on, yay. everybody. It's going to be down the band club. Call in. Okay, that's FM radio. That's when we're doing FM radio. FM radio. Yeah. Got me thinking, though. What is the the most pointless or most fun activity you've ever done for a day at work Hmm. that you, like, I got paid to do that? Because I was sitting there and I was saying to the guy that was doing it at the same time, and I'm like, we get like I got paid an insane amount of money to sit there and stare at my computer just downloading for a day. Like I got a full paycheck to just watch a computer download. And I'm like, this is fucking insane. Like my wife's getting yelled at at work from fucking people coming to visit. Uh, she doesn't put a mask on. She's getting yelled at. We got Coles people asking for vaccine passports and all this kind of bullshit. Fifteen year olds getting yelled at for five bucks an hour. I sat here, held my dick, and just fucking watched the screen download for eight hours. Got paid a thousand bucks. It was amazing. No, um, but it got me thinking. I'm thinking, what is the best activity you've ever done? You're like, I can't believe we got paid for that. And for me, it was that. Like, what, it's not about the money. The downloading. <laughs> that was pretty close. Yeah. It was pretty close. But I got me, got me thinking, it wasn't about the money I earned. It was just like, really, I'm getting paid to do this. Now, I once got called in to do overtime in a shift when I was working in a deli. And I was working in a supermarket, and they said, look, we need someone to come in at 2 a.m. Yes. and cook chickens from 2 a.m to 8 a.m. because they need like 500 chickens for a party at 8 a.m. And I'm like, okay, look, uh, I didn't sleep anyway. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll do it. Yep. So this this shift involved me and a manager rocking up at 2 a.m., yep. putting a bunch of chickens on. Hmm. I sat there and smoked cigarettes and drank coffee for like eight hours, getting paid double time and a half because nice. it was like an overnight shift and it was a Sunday. So it was just crazy money for an 18-year-old. I literally got paid to sit there, smoke cigarettes, drink coffee, and pull chickens out every every two hours. Fuck yeah. That's Fantastic. the best paycheck I've ever got. 
Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. Call in. Just call in with your crazy paycheck story. <laughs> speak, speak to our producer. Hey, best call goes into the draw to win uh, a new lawnmower greeno from Victor. So that'll be something, you know. That's it. Secondhand, yeah. secondhand lawnmower. We got it from Kmart. Twelve hour one sales. All right. Nice. Oh, we've got we've got Celine Dion coming up after the break. So stick around, <laughs> and we'll take your calls after that. Have we ever played Celine Let's Dion when we, when we used to play music? I don't think we have. Nah, we did, we did Pat Benatar. We did Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar right. Super Show. Yeah, that's right. Every we, was, every song was started, Pat Benatar. Yeah. That was the, that was around the time we started to get stupid with our show. We we're like, okay, mm. we've been doing this for a year. Like, let's just start doing some dumb shit because we didn't want to piss off the radio station. We're like, mm. let's just try and just follow the generic rules. Let's not annoy anyone. Yeah. And then we got to a point about a year in, we're like, let's nobody do a cares. Pat Benatar super show. Yeah. And you're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, we'll play Pat Benatar songs all, all for the entire hour. And you're like, all right, that'd kind of be funny. I'm like, excellent. Yeah. We'll just do that. <laughs> no one got the joke. Nope. Except for me and you, but it was good. That's it. Well, we were the audience ah, at the time, so that makes sense. There was 100% audience no approval. Exactly. 100%. Now, let's, uh, can we do another step back in time, please, sir? Uh, yeah, we can. Now that that's all. Because, hey, hey, it's Saturday. Hey. One off 50th. One off 50th anniversary special where they were celebrating 50 years no, since the debut yeah. of Hey Hey. Ironically, years, on a different network, ironically, on a different network than Hey Hey ever aired. Yep. So the special was on Channel 7, even though no episodes of Hey Hey were ever played on Channel 7. So they, couldn't, they, show any, show anyway. so they couldn't show any old footage then, right? Because it was on Channel uh, 7. Well, technically, Daryl Summers owns all the footage. Does so he's he really? all good. So they were able to. Okay. Yeah, because. Uh, Summers Carroll owns the actual rights, not mm. Channel 9. And that was a, a broadcast company created by Daryl Summers. So that was on. And, and it was like, look, who's who's watching this shit? Like, really? Like, no one's watching. Hey, hey, 50-year anniversary. Well, Show hasn't been on for 20 years. Growing up, growing up, both, for both of us growing up, hey, hey was like a staple in the house. For a lot of Australian kids, mm-hmm. it was over 50 years, right? But. Um, I didn't even know it was on until Greeno mentioned it on last week's show. I didn't watch it because I forgot about it as soon as we stopped talking about it. And um, I, I kind of sarcastically sent a message to Greeno and said, you know, because I saw this like headline on Twitter and I was like, this thing rated its tits off. And he's got, he's like, oh no, it's worse than that. <laughs> it went, it went full on like ape shit. So it, it rated, it smashed everything Greeno. But look at this, this, so news.com.au, right? is owned basically by Channel 9 or at least the same company that's owned uh, Channel 9, right? And so this is this is real. This is so snipey and like just backstaffy, I think. Hey, hey, it's Saturday rated uh, 50th anniversary special smashes the ratings. It's Saturday. Uh, hey, hey, it's Saturday returned for a 50th anniversary special and smash ratings, but dig a little deeper and the numbers are more complicated. Greg. Nice, Gary. So, ah. so you got to dig a little deeper. It's quite- Got to dig a little deeper. The fact that you know, one point two million people apparently didn't watch it. <laughs> apparently, mm. we've got to we've got to massage these numbers around. Basically, I'm not going to go through it. The argument they make is like, oh, it's mostly old people watching. It was mostly old people watching. Hey, hey, and advertisers love young people, and it's like, well, no, hang on, young people don't even watch really TV anymore. So you know, they watch yeah. their series on Netflix if they watch a TV series, or they're watching YouTube and, and mm-hmm. shit like that. They're streaming stuff. Now, the reason that yeah. this is, because uh, we, we spoke about Hey Hey not that, uh, not that long ago, 
and because of its problematic past, Greeno, you referred to it as. It's good, 100%. And, yeah, firstly, it was the number one rated show on Sunday night. Sunday night is still primetime viewing for Australian TV. It is. That's Sunday where roast, the big shows, they, yep. they, they want to be on there Sunday night because that's when the family gets around the TV watches the show. So yep. they try and put their hit shows on there. Yep. Not, hey, hey, it didn't just win. It annihilated the competition. Mm. Um, for me, it was just nice to see old school racism, like, fucking yep. lead the way. Just well, you know, we don't we don't care about your your latte sippers. No, we we just want to be as racist as possible. We're going to make jokes about Kamal in the good old days. Yep. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna, the gonna good call old days. we're gonna call our openly gay music reporter just a poofter on live air and just like kind of laugh yeah. about it. And go ha ha ha. Well, he does love the company of uh-huh. men, Daryl. <laughs> there's um yeah. oh I know so offensive. So there's this <laughs> there's this. Conveniently, Greener, I think we should click on this because there's this little video. I think news.com.au has conveniently put together like all of the little problematic, potentially racist little things into one clip. Because look, it says, warning, the following images may be disturbing or offensive. So I think they've gathered up a little Mm. clip. Maybe we should have a little look at this. What do you think? Let's let's give it a look. Give me sound. Give me sound. Has claimed cancel culture has killed Aussie television as he prepares for his primetime return. Has he? But is hey, hey, it's Saturday. Yes. Remember the black face, the Jackson 5, Greeno? Look at that. Nice. I do with uh, Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr., that's right. And Harry Connick Jr., I think, was really embarrassed by that. A lot of people started hurling Mm. shit at him after that, and they were like, fuck off, Harry Connick Jr. But you could tell he was like, oh, shit, what do I say? And then he kind of went too far, and then he kind of backpedaled, and he was just like, uh, you know, this is yeah, no good. Because what can he do if he's clapping along? He knows back home his own media is going to fucking skewer him. Right, he's in trouble. Yeah, big trouble. And this exactly. was back in what? This was like late nineties, mid nineties, something like that. Uh, two thousand. Nah, it's two thousand nine. I think this one. No, it was way before that, wasn't it? No, you could be. No, that oh, seems late. Uh, no, no, no. The last twenty years have been a blur. That's an that's an advice uh, out there for your kids out there. Once you go past 18, 19, everything goes really fast, and it's just kind of a blur after that. So. On to go back to? I don't see it. Just, just make the most of it. <laughs> exactly. No, it's just good to, good to see some nostalgic racism back, though. Oh, absolutely. The good old days. Now, I, I sadly made the mistake of going back. After you sent me that article, yep. I went back and watched the replay because I didn't watch it. I had better things to do in my time. Hmm. Uh it was fucking horrid. Really? It was absolutely horrid. It was it was a cheesy clip show of 50 years, and it wasn't even their funniest bits. It was just the bits that weren't offensive. Oh, so there was nothing uh, on them. And <laughs> nothing there that was any good. Nothing on them. Yeah. And then every every segment was kind of awkward because they they'd bring someone back, but then the person they brought back seemed to have health issues. So I was like, oh, great segment here with John Blackman. By the way, John Blackman doesn't have a mouth anymore. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is really awkward. Like, <laughs> What the hell's going on here? Like, what do you mean John Backman doesn't have a mouth? And you're like, well, yeah, he, he had cancer and now he's got no mouth. Like, oh, why the fuck are you bringing this up? And then they're talking about Russell Gilbert. Like, oh, Russell's had some health issues. Like, is anyone healthy on the Hey Hey cast? And then I thought about it. Like, admittedly, the show has been like 50 year anniversary. Yeah. Makes sense that people may be ill. It just people it actually had a very downer vibe to it. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Uh, very downer vibe to it and nothing very funny. Uh, even Amazing Jonathan, they had Amazing Jonathan like, oh, we understand Amazing Jonathan had some health issues. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Even Amazing Jonathan? Like, yeah. unbelievable. 
Uh, so basically, but, yeah, what you're saying is, is it's had its it's had its time, it's had its day. Just let it, you know, just let it go off. Like just as Tony let, Martin would say, Greeno, put it on an ice floe and yeah. send it off down a river. <laughs> like it, exactly, yeah. it's it's kind of like when you catch up with the the kind of elderly family member and they just want to explain all the kind of like medical issues they've had over the last twelve months. Yeah, that was a lot of the hey hey special. That kind of summed up the hey hey special. Like, right, all these people are sick. And by the way, laugh at this old red faces gag. Uh, <laughs> no, it sounds horrible. It was horrid. It was very bad. Did, uh, I can't was, believe this rated one. Was Lavinia real. Nixon there, Greeno? There was no Lavinia. I was there thinking was no she Beth. couldn't. I was thinking she couldn't be because she would have a Channel Nine association, right? So there, does, anyone yeah, exactly. who has a specific, uh, they, so anyone who had like a spin-off series from Hey Hey has been wiped out now from any mm-hmm. future reunion. They've been wiped out from the opportunity to Pretty sit much. around with their colleagues and and say, well, I, I got my hip done last summer. And, uh, you know, the yeah. doctor says I'm going to keep my weight off my leg, uh, especially the left leg. Mm. So, you know, I can't make it makes it difficult to get in and out of the SUV. But, you know, we figured out a way. Yeah. We installed a handrail uh, in the toilet. So that helps. Uh, so what about you? Well, I've got cancer. Uh, yeah. Cancer, uh, of the, oh, cancer of the face. Yeah. Got face Make cancer. Soon. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's wonderful stuff. <laughs> missing <laughs> missing it's out terrible. on that opportunity, Greta. Yeah, one point two million. Watch that show. Good on them. Uh, unbelievable. Fantastic. Now we're we're gonna piggyback off that because we love nostalgia on our show yeah, and uh, good news with Freedom Day, with Freedom Day and uh, the borders opening day. Mo, yeah. uh, Unity Day is returning. Oh, is it? Spoilers. Yes. No, Come on. Gary. Unity Day is uh, back on the cards. Unity Day is back. I've been in consultation with uh, our Unity reporter, Troy Martin, and said, look, mate, uh, you know, the, the, the Save by the Bell uh, substitute teacher is in, and he, he said, we're good to go for Unity Day yep. 2022. So we got a few months to plan. I know it's late notice for Troy, but I, I've put him on a task. I said, look, let's let's see what we can pull together for, for 2022. Now, this, is, this and, is a concern, uh, though, Greeno. This is a concern because uh, Unity Day, as you know, the planning for Unity Day usually starts the day after Unity Day. Everyone gets back to work. It's on 27th of January normally. Yep. Yep. Everyone back to work. It's all put, hands I, I, to the pump. You know, it's get your hands on. Let's start thinking about what we need here. Now, you're really putting the U- yeah. Unity Day correspondent under a shitload of pressure here by saying, Basically, you know, a it's little over, done. we've got about four months, basically. You've got to squeeze eight months of prep into four when everybody's mm. wanting, going to be wanting for stuff at the same time. Can't book in advance. It's going to be tough, yeah. Greeno. Big ask. Hey, look, I, if I can have faith in anyone, I can have faith in Troy. He's going to get this bad boy done. He's getting it done, sir. Getting He's getting done. it done like AFL Trade Radio. Nice. Nice uh, oh so I was watching... I was watching Celebrity MasterChef the other day and uh, noticed Rebecca Gibney on there. Oh, yeah. Doing, uh, doing, doing some cooking stuff. A few, few celebs on there cooking up a few meals. For and those I'm who like, aren't aware, Rebecca Gibney dope. was basically, she was the one who was, well, one of the ones who was known for basically going on every Australian soap opera. She was basically in every single so, one. Uh, like Australian family dramas, not quite Fam- so Yeah, operas. you're right. Australian yeah, family me. dramas. Yeah. Bit of Halifax FP, bit of Pact of the Rafters, yeah, et cetera, right. et cetera. Yep. But 
But I was trying to think of, uh, once again, going back to the roots. Uh, I feel like we've lost our roots a little bit with Unity Day over the last couple of years. I know we had to cancel last year's, but I feel like we may have uh, gone a little bit off track. Well, it, was, thought, it, was, back to the roots. it was never the same after Dean Hutton scolded all of those children, Greeno. Scolded all the kids. <laughs> yeah. Spot on with it. Really started the, to take the, it to. Because uh, once the lawyers, in the once the, once the legal team started getting involved, Greeno, they sucked the fun yeah. out of everything. They wanted to put a screen. Actually, was- can I open the kimono here? This is the real reason that Dean <laughs> oh, Hutton right. left. Greeno, this is the real reason Dean Hutton left. It was it was an artistic thing. So he was concerned that because he scolded the children at that first time he came down mm. with boiling the potatoes and the cocktail fragments, Greeno, <laughs> the scientific experiments, we said to him, look, Dean, we'll have you back, but we just need to put a plastic screen in front of you to make sure that you can't throw boiling water on the children. And he didn't take kindly to this because he said, no, that's silly because the screen's going to fog up and they won't be able to see me in there. So, you know, and that's yeah, the that reason that he walked out. Point. Yeah. <laughs> so can we yeah. get Dean back Look, in Kurt, now? Kurt this Dean. He stuck. He stuck by his convictions, Dean. Um, <laughs> he's, had his, he's had his inverted shot. He's good to go. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see what we can do. But. I, I was thinking about Rebecca Gibney. Right. I'm like, look, who, who's really going to bring this bad boy together? Who who do we need mm. to headline yeah. 2022 Uni Day that really brings – because this country is a bit divided at the moment. Very I was divided. hoping the borders will open by then. It's very divided. You know, it's, it's us against them. You know, it's us against WA. It's us against Victoria. It's mm-hmm. us against Norm Territory. Where are Tassie. Fucking Tassie hates us right now. Everyone hates everyone here. right now. Um, Everyone hates everyone in New South Wales. So, uh, everyone in Australia, sorry. Specifically, New South Wales could be fucked for everyone. But that, that's um, not that's nothing so new. Like, they, they've always they always hate us the most because they think that we think we're the best, but we actually are the best, and it's proven by the, the fact best, that they exactly. all hate us the most. Like I don't know what to tell Spot you. On. It's a snake eating its own it's tail, it Greeno. Exactly. It is. But I was thinking Rebecca Gibney, and I was thinking when when did when was Rebecca Gibney's real peak? And it, for me, it wasn't packed the rafters. For me, it, it wasn't Halifax FB. Cloud's daughters. It was uh, – she wasn't in that. Wasn't she? Uh, it was all together now. Uh, yeah. And it got me thinking, who do we need no, to bring the country me. together? A Bruno Lucia. <laughs> uh, who – Chicky Babe! Chicken Babe from 1990s, Australian sitcom. <laughs> All together. If anyone can bring this country together, it's Bruno Lucia. Bruno hasn't any work for the better part of two decades. That is your he, most random. That is your most random <laughs> pop culture reference that you've ever just fucking sprung. <laughs> ever. Who is he? Again? Is. Bruno yeah, Lucia. <laughs> Cheeky babes. During the ad break, because we're about to go to a break. Yeah, I want to bring him up. Bruno Lucia. (laughs) But the thing is, we'll come back with Bruno Lucia. The the rule is, though, Bruno, got to be double vaxxed. (laughs) It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection. The perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. 
Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? What are you? Why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my buds do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do that. You just do without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! No! <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly really love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Thinks I'm dead, I know, isn't it creepy? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Chamomile tea, it's good for stress. And the kidneys. <laughs> I can't believe this. Oh, neither can I. <laughs> so there you have it, Greeno. Rebecca Gibney, Bruno Gibney Lucia, Lucia, and some other random woman as well, whoever she was. Kerry Armstrong is the third woman fucking, in that particular you are, situation. You are like you're a, you're Rain Man of fucking uh, <laughs> Australian fucking pop culture references, Greener. Nice, Gary. You that. are a you well, are a gifted Bruno individual. Hey, if only I could use my uh, my gifts for good, not evil. Instead of uh, evil. Well, let's keep going. It's so. I need to say a bit more, so of Bruno. Tell me, tell me. How are the kids? Firstly, look at the quality, uh, the costume that Bruno's, Bruno's wearing there. Yeah. He's, gonna, he's got a sharp orange shirt. He's got this weird kind of, uh, I don't even know what to explain that jacket is. Well, it, It's good stuff. It's all in all good stuff that we're, we're looking forward to seeing Bruno bring to our uni day. Yep. And so this would have been like early 90s Australiana, Greeno, wasn't it? Around like yeah. 91, 92, something like that. Uh, and I think if memory, I, I haven't obviously seen a show since I was a very small child, but if memory serves, mm-hmm. I think 
it was basically John English was like a washed up musician and Bruno Lucia was his Correct. like shitty manager. Is that right? Spot on. Hey, 100%. do I get a nice and carry for that? Nice carry. You definitely get Fuck a nice yeah. carry and I'm sending a frozen chook your way. Hello. Uh, Rebecca Gibney. Rebecca Gibney was born in as like a, an associate who was helping raise John English's kids and Bruno Lucia was obsessed with Rebecca Gibney. Ah, okay. There you go. Nice, nice Gary. All right, that's enough. And so, you used to refer to her as Chicky Bay. Hey, Chicky Bay. Chicky Bay. I think moving forward, I'm just going to find random Bruno Lucia altogether now clips yep. and we'll play them uh, in anticipation. For Unity Day 2022. For a little teaser, just to get the crowd word up, Greeno. Like this is the man. We, do we do we do we pay him? How about this, Greeno, for an idea? I know we have to run this through the Unity Day Oversight Committee. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to put this on the agenda for the next meeting. I want. I propose that we bring Lucia to uh, Unity Day and we have him come out. But he he just says "Chicky Babes" and then goes back off stage. Chicky babe. And it's like, no, we don't want like you to do it. your stand-up routine because, you know, he's going to want to try and do stand-up nah, or he's going to want to try yeah. and set, hand out a demo tape or something. He's like, no, no, Bruno, we will put you behind Dean Hutton's Perspex wall and you will go up to the microphone yeah. and you will say, chicken babes, and then you will leave <laughs> Then you will leave the stage and go back to your trailer that, that and wait until the end of the night. Nah. I, I support that motion and I'm willing to pass it. Okay. Um, nice, I think that, I think that's a winner. I think I think I don't I don't I don't want to overextend Bruno's reach. I think <laughs> he, he can he can convey more with chicken babe than most people can convey with a big soliloquy. That's it. Um, let's let's not fucking burn the candle at both ends. Let's just keep it fucking pretty high brow. <laughs> With Bruno Lucia and Chicken Bye. I'm definitely down with that. All right. We should make it like the closing act of the Unity Day proceedings, like make him the headliner, you know. He's the headliner. Yeah. He's going to open the show, though, and he's going to close it. So he's both. He's the bookends. He's the bookends. Exactly. So that's why he has to stay in his. That's why he has to stay in his trailer. So we we take him out of his trailer at nine a.m. to do the first cheeky babes when it's just the families there, and then we wheel him out again at eleven p.m. to do the second and final cheeky babes for the night. <laughs> but, but we don't let him out of the trailer to like mingle or anything with anyone. We just yeah, and we put security on the spot. door of the trailer to make sure no one comes yeah. in or out. We just want we that one line from you. Too early. That's right. Yeah. Exactly, because we want to end it on a on a positive note with like the peak. Because we don't want to burn the chicky babes. If we have six or seven chicky babes, then fucking no good. But if we do like yeah, bookends, yeah. I think we're good to go. Oh, this is 100%. the dumbest. This it. is the dumbest show we've nice, ever done. Nice, Gary. Dumbest show we've ever done. No, like that. I, I beg to differ. We did. Four seconds done way we worse. Did the weather than report. This. The other one. Yeah. Yeah, weather report, the gardening segment. We've got the gardening segment? Mm. Let's bring the gardening segment back up. <laughs> See what we got up there. We need daisies ready to be pushed. Oh, God, yes. This week's gardening segment. Oh, push the little daisies and make them come up. <laughs> that was worth it. That's all right. That's this week's gardening segment. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fucking pretty close. The weather, I personally, I think the weather segment's dumber than that. But yeah. the gardening segment, pretty close to dumbest segment ever. Okay. Um, I wonder why uh, I've wiped Wow FM from my memory because maybe they didn't—they wipe me as well for shit like this. Now let's do a Statman. 
Okay. Yeah, mutual. MLB playoff time. I've been fucking drowning my sorrows since about 3 30 p.m. this afternoon with uh after the Giants were knocked out in a heart wrenching game five loss. Where uh, you wanna you wanna know stats, Damo? Yeah. Giants won the most games this season with 107. Mm-hmm. The the Dodgers won the second most games with 106. We're in the same division. Yeah. Now the Dodgers then went had to go to the wild card because we won 107, they won 106, we won the division. The Dodgers then won the wild card, which meant they had 107 wins. Which meant the Giants and the Dodgers had 107 wins each. Yet even though we had 107 wins each, we had to face each other in the first round of the playoffs. We had more wins than any other in out of the other 28 teams. No one had more than 102 wins. But for some reason, the Giants and the Dodgers had to face head-to-head both with 107 wins after the first round. Yep. The Giants and Dodgers then went, Giants won, Dodgers won. Giants won, Dodgers won. So then we're both sitting at 109 wins, once again, well ahead of the rest of the league. And then the final game of the five-game series goes to the ninth inning tied. That's how fucking close these two teams are at the top of the league. Then the the Dodgers score one run. The Giants get a man on base in the bottom of the ninth, and then we lose on a bad strike-free call on a check swing. Dodgers move through to the the next round. Giants lose, drowning my sorrows ever since. Ah, uh, amazing scenes, season for the Giants. I need to hear a sorry book, okay. if we can. Seems to be the hardest what have you got to be sorry about? Now, uh, two years ago, I was absolutely savage on the hiring of our manager, Gabe Kapler. Mm. Said it's fucking dumbest hire ever. Oh, is he, is, he no like, is he like the Matthew McConaughey wannabe who always takes selfies with his shirt yeah, off while he's hiking and shit? That guy? Spot on. 100%. Shredded. <laughs> cut. Uh, just like amazing stereo- stereotypically, he's like the perfect San Francisco team owner. Like, it just makes sense. It just works. He just gets on base. It just works. Yeah, he's the manager and he's cut. I showed I showed my wife because my wife was like, "Oh, who's that guy?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's the manager." She's like, "Really? Oh, he looks pretty young." I'm like, "Yeah, he's pretty young." Here's pictures of him with his shirt off. She's like, "Oh, this is interesting." So the wife enjoyed Gay Kaplan's work. Okay. <laughs> but, but whereas you I, I prefer savage you prefer the overweight guy who's got a face like leather, oh, who's Richard. smoking a fucking cigarette yeah. in a dugout and shit. You know that kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, that's what. Like. One old gristled veteran. Yeah. I thought I'm like I wasn't a fan of the hiring. I was brutal. I think one on the show and I fucking complained for about 10 minutes. Yeah, right. um, but he, he took he took our club literally to the winningest season we've ever had in the regular season and took us to game five against the Dodgers team who was expected to break the record for most wins ever in a season this year. Mm. They, and they then brought in, during the season, the best pitcher in the league and one of the best hitters in the league. And we still took him to game five, ninth inning, and they still got over the, just over the line on a fucking bad call as well. Um, amazing season for the Giants. Absolutely gut-wrenching to lose today, but fucking tip of the hat, nice Gary to the team. Sorry, book to Kabla, because fucking brutal on him, but he did an amazing job this year. So that's which the thing, though. The stat man, which is so, well, hang on. So that's, that, that's the thing, though. So if the Dodgers are so good and you're in the same division, then it must be heartbreaking mm. to realize that if you ever want to win the World Series, you have to go through LA first. You have, you have to get through them. Well, we did. 
Well, that's the thing. We beat them in the division, so we went straight to the playoffs. They yeah. had to go through a wild card. But they got you us. anyway. Yeah, exactly. They got, they got us anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But we took the game five, them. and this was meant to be a rebuilding year, but somehow we, we won the most games ever, and we were top of the league. So, um, yeah, disappointing way to end, but move on. Fair but enough. the stat man was. I'm a stat man. That's the He's our catcher who he set a record for the most ever shutouts by a catcher in the postseason. Now, he's caught 13 shutouts in history, which is amazing. It's basically 13 times he's been in the postseason, he's been the catcher when no runs were scored against the team pitching. Yeah, right. The second best ever is eight. The third best is seven by a guy called Yogi Berra who won like eight World Series. I know that guy just because of his name. I don't know anything about him. Exactly. I don't know what he was good at, but I know Yogi Berra because because my whole life I thought it was a bullshit name. I didn't think it was a real player. I thought it was like some cartoon mock-up or something. I'm like, holy shit, there was a real Yogi Berra? It was Berra. after Yogi Berra. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Buster Posey, though, almost double the amount of like shutouts that he's caught. That's how good he is with the pitching staff. So that's the stat man this week. Now let's get to the racism yes, if please. we can. Because big... Big week of uh, racism this week. And <laughs> big week. It, it's been a, guys, it's been a big week in racism. <laughs> Let's check out the big stats. That we roll. Now, often I have, once again, I've explained this previously on the show. I have to ask you, because I'm confused sometimes, right. about whether something is racist or not. Because yep. I'm kind of confused. I per- Personally... We, we grew up in a very multicultural kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this is not the one I want to show. Go to the first link, please, sir. This is the first link, isn't it? It's not the first link. Not, not the rundown. Oh, um, okay. There's a baseball one. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll read it out. Okay. So Hang on. this happened on Saturday morning. Now, I got up at oh, yeah. 4 a.m. on Saturday morning to watch four straight games of baseball. Uh, good times, four, four playoff games. Now, the first game that started about, yeah, 4.30 in the morning was was commentated by a couple of really old dudes. Okay. And as soon as you get a couple of old dudes in the booth, you're like, oh, this could be good. be a good one, be yeah. Okay. Old school, like, oh, back in my day. And it was very fucking back in my day, I'll Excellent. tell you that. Um, by the time I got to 6 a.m. and I was on my third coffee, I was like, they're trying – all the references they've made refer to 1920s players. I was yeah. a little bit lost, but we got there in the end. But Jim Cott, it's like you could have the two. You could have the two commentary booths, one next to the other, and on one side you've got like the young commentators, and on the other side you've got the old commentators, and you switch over the audio, and the young young commentators like, okay, in between innings, that gives us a chance to remind you about our Twitch live stream coming up on this Sunday. You can ask uh, players questions, submit your things, guys. Follow us on Twitter, and then you switch the old guy, and it's like. Yeah, well, I remember when there was no black people in the league whatsoever. <laughs> that was back in 1932, you see, before they, they didn't want them out there when, running around when, with everybody else. They had work to mate, do back then in those days, you see. <laughs> like, you are not far off what the commentary You are not far off what the commentary was like. One of the dudes referred to a dude called Abner Doubleday, who was the inventor <laughs> of baseball back in the 1800s. Okay. And I'm like, whoa, did that dude just fucking reference Abner Doubleday? And, he, and I'm like, yeah, no, I re- rewound it. And I'm like, he dead set said, oh, that's not the way Abner Doubleday invented this game. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I thought I was hallucinating at 5 a.m. It was a bit off-putting. But anyway... Uh, I saw this afterwards because I was listening to the whole commentary. I didn't pick up on the racism. Uh, this is a tweet I saw. We have a problem. On MLB Network telecast with the White Sox Astros, Jim Cott, 
who has never said anything like this on air or to my knowledge in his life, just wish for a 40 acre field of Yoan Moncada's. Now, Yoan okay. Moncada is one of the, the players that plays for the White Sox. He's a very talented player, big, big burly dude, uh, hits a lot of home runs. Now, for me, once again, maybe not my naivety, is there racist connotations in that thing? I, I kind of interpreted what he was saying as he just wants like heaps of players like Juan Moncada who are big burly dudes who can hit some home runs. Found a video. So let's see, let's hear the uh, audio here. Then we can tell. I don't know how much you've seen of uh, Moncada, but everybody talks that this guy should be a star, an all-star. That's what they look like. I'm yeah. like the rest of it. First time I saw him in the big leagues, I looked around the dugout and I said, can we have one of those? <laughs> that, that's what they look like. Get a 40-acre field full of them. I mean, strong. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. I go no. back to my question. Was that, was that racist? No. I don't understand it. I don't understand the reference. So maybe, okay, how about this? Maybe it is racist, but I just don't know it because what are you talking about? A 40-acre field of them. Okay, what is that a corn reference? And is, is that wrong? I don't know, man. <laughs> what are, what are people upset about here? Well, that's. It. I'm glad you played that clip because I didn't realize the full context of the video because I saw this thing. I'm like, oh, it sounds like he's talking about getting a field full of slaves, perhaps. Maybe that's why people offended. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was actually a different commentator who said the first three quarters of it, and then it wasn't until afterward he's like, oh, have we got one of those? Because Buckle Short, who used to be a, a manager, and he was talking about, do we have one of these big burly dudes who hits dingers and, like, very talented? Mm-hmm. And then it then led to, oh, we need a like, 40-acre field full of them. Was that actually a racist thing or just once again – Referencing, hey, we just want a lot of these players because yeah. they're quite good. That's what it was. Like, Which is yeah, 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 exactly. I'd like, yeah, I'd like a whole fucking team of them that. if I could, right? Yeah. Once again, is this racist? Uh, so far, our vote, no. Now let's get. Now you can go to the second uh, link there, which is the first thing you had up there. Now I saw this during the week. Now uh, this ended up taking a turn. This particular story, mm. but I sent it to you earlier. I'm like, is this racist? So this was talking about John Gruden, the now former coach of the LA Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the LA, the Vegas. Where are they now located? They're the Vegas Raiders. The they Raiders. were the Oakland Raiders for yeah. a while, Greener. Yeah, Oakland, they, they just move, yeah. They, they trade locations like hats. Because they're, everybody they're, hates they're them, Raiders. that's why. <laughs> everybody hates the Raiders, yeah. so wherever they go, they, they stay there long enough for everybody to fucking hate them, and then they leave again. <laughs> and then they go yeah. set up shopping. Yeah. They're like locusts. Exactly. So I saw this, and this was like earlier on the week. At the crescendo of the 2011 NFL lockdown, John Gruden sent an email that used a racist trope to describe NFL players to ex- executive director D. Maurice Smith, uh, dumb Morris Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. Now, uh, to to put it all out on the table, once again, opening the kimono, Mm -hmm. I'm a dude who has big, fat fish lips. Now, I used to get called fish lips in school because my lips are big and fat. Uh, Yeah. Never noticed your lips. lips. I've never noticed your lips before, Greeno, come to think of it. 100%. 100%. If somebody, have, get, if somebody had asked me five seconds ago uh, how big are Greeno's lips, I would have yeah. said, you know what? I've got no fucking idea. I can't think of it. What I don't know if that makes me a bad friend or not. 
No, not at all. Uh, when I used to pick up chicks in the clubs and, and uh, like someone like and asked, them, oh, why did you come over and talk to me? I'm like, I saw I saw your lips. And I'm like, dead set. Fucking there you go. I thought it was the eyes maybe. Uh, Might have been the beach bod. No, no, no. Apparently <laughs> they might have been. Uh, I thought it was one of these list of other redeeming qualities, which I'm now going to read out for, my, for the benefit of everyone. <laughs> it could have been one of these Literally other reasons, but no, it was just the lips. What can I say, reason. girls? Yeah. Plenty of options. Um, so when I read this, I'm like, once again. <laughs> now, I haven't seen a picture of Demora Smith. We probably, I probably should have Googled that and sent it through. Yeah, if he helped. has big lips, mm. if he has big lips, is that a racist thing? Because if, if John Gruden no. said it about me, let's, let's change that to, you know, uh, Greeno has lips the size of Michelin tires. Mm. Is that a racist thing? It's it's racist no, to tell not. the here's here's what I can if you follow it's this rule if people have big lips if, if no. they're black basically I'll give you this rule just for the kids Greeno we'll do a nice PSA man. public service announcement for the kids out there yeah. here's the general rule to live by if you want to survive through uh well let's be fair here the rest of your life because now through school. They're going to be watching everything you say. Pete, you know, some kids are getting their old Facebook messages dug up like 10 years after they went to school and stuff and having that shit thrown at them. So just get ready for it. So basically, the way to stay safe is it's wrong to tell the truth if you're talking about the truth regarding certain groups. Okay? Okay. So if you're talking about like minority groups of any kind and if you tell the truth about a minority group, then it's wrong to do that. But you should always tell the truth okay, about cool. white people who are, you know, obviously the worst yeah. evil. So if I've got fish lips, he can call me a Michelin tire motherfucker. That's all good. Yeah. But if it's a black dude and he's got big lips as well, no good. Can't do it. But you're not big fully snacks. you're not fully white. You've got a bit of wog in you, so I think you could get away with it, Greeno. <laughs> Nice, I'm like one, one fourth wog. One, one twelve. One fourth wog. And even what, what, so you're in the team. You're in the minority, though. I've got, I've got no reason to have the big fat lips I do, but the ladies love it. What can I say? Okay. Uh, so that's, 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 is this racist? Yeah. But then later on in the week, there was more emails sent from Gruden, and I'm like, eh, okay. I think I know the answer to the question. Is this one racist? Yeah. Um, Gruden's messages were sent to Bruce Allen because basically this came out as, as, interestingly enough, this came out as a result of an investigation into the Washington football team and the owner. Okay. Uh, who was alleged to, you know, a bit of a uh, bit of Me Too action happening there in Washington, oh. amongst many other things behind the scenes. See. Now the thing is, though, the owners actually control the league, so magically the out of out of the billions of emails that were uh, found in relation to the Washington investigation, mm. the ones that were leaked seem to be in only involving another team's coach who happens to be having a very good season. Suspicious, I think not. But anyway. Oh, and um, also, Gruden, like, it's also nothing to do with, like, anything really serious. It's what, they, what they're most concerned with when they unearth things is like, look, he said a mean word about this person. They're, because, because journalists are that's fucking that's children, that's basically, to boil it down. Yeah, they're exactly. children. So he was mean to me. He said a bad word. Right. Because that's easier. That's also yeah. easier than going through and like going through the really hard stuff, like the figures and the facts and figures and the details and all that. Because yeah. it's like, oh, look, he called someone well, the a rape fag. The that actually happened. That's yeah. right. He called someone it's a fag. It. So let's it's make that the headline. Like, let's fucking make him eat his own yeah, dick exactly. on this. 
We'll ignore the 50 years of pedophilia happening in Hollywood, but, you know, this guy, he said some bad words. Well, let's, let's get this guy sacked. Isn't it? So it's also funny, though. So they started off with the, the fag one, and now they're unearthing all of this other stuff now, too. They're like, oh, let's just pile it on. Yeah. This guy's not going to be able to ever get a job again by the time they're through. Like, what did he do to upset yeah. someone? I think it was um, Royce from Revenge of the Sis who tweeted out, I fucking laughed my ass off. He tweeted out, he's like, I'm just happy that the NFL has finally fired the only person who's ever made a gay joke. Like, I'm just so glad that they've got rid of him. <laughs> exactly. Like, yes, of they've, got, they've, got, they've got rapists, child beaters, uh, sexual fighters. offenders in the league, <laughs> dog fighters playing in the league, but this dude got sacked for some oh, bad no, words. It's fucking, fucking hilarious. Bro, <laughs> the world is fucked. But let's go through the messages. Okay. Uh, Grin's messages were sent to Bruce Allen, the former president of the Washington football team, and others while he was working for ESPN. So he wasn't even working in the league at the time. Mm. This this happened a decade ago. He was a commentator. <laughs> uh, in the emails, Gruden called the league's commissioner, Roger Goodell, a faggot and a clueless anti-football pussy. Now, firstly, Roger Goodell is not gay. Okay. He's a straight man. So he referred to a straight man as a faggot. Apparently, that's a sackable offense. There we go. And said that Goodell should not be pressure, should not have pressured Jeff Fisher, then the coach of the Rams, to draft queers, a reference to Michael Sam, a gay player chosen by the team in 2014. Now, in numerous emails during the seven-year period ending in early 2018, Gruden criticized Goodell and the league for trying to reduce concussions. Uh, they demonstrated playing. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, and said that Eric Reed, a player who had demonstrated during playing of the national anthem, should be fired. So he just didn't want he didn't want people kneeling for the anthem. In several instances, Gruden used a homophobic slur to refer to Goodell in offensive. But language. see, this is the thing, right? Uh, like, look at what they're doing here, though. The the fucking case that they build, it's mostly bullshit anyway, because they think it's a sackable offense to be against someone kneeling. Like, no, that's just an opinion. Yeah. He and he's free to have it. There's no opinion. problem with having that opinion. That's not that's not like some fucking thing that people deserve to be dragged in front of a court for and stuff and like made to you need to answer for your crimes against humanity. It's like, no, 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 you can't just throw yeah. that in with the other stuff. Like, okay, if you don't oh, like the fag word, all right, fair enough. I can see why that might be upsetting to some people, but then you can't be like, oh, and he also didn't like the BLM protest. It's like, well, hang on, what's that got to do with you, though? Like, that's not part of this. Mm. <laughs> like, I thought we were dealing with the F word first before we do the B word. Exactly. The league, league's also already investigating Gruden as a result of another email he wrote to Alan in 2011. So this is a decade ago in which he used racist terms to describe Smith, who is black. So obviously he uh, used the N word. Yeah. Now, uh, the thing that's well, going to go yeah, all the stuff we've already... All the stuff we've already touched on, like ridiculous, like these are just words uh, from a decade ago. He wasn't in the league at the time, but somehow this dude just lost his $3,300 million contract over 10 years. Uh, from Blake, do you think there's not other racist people in the fucking league? Like that's ridiculous. No. You think no one's ever used the word faggot or nigger no. in the NFL? He's the only mind. one. He's uh, the only one. Are we going to sack all those people? Are we going to sack all those people as well? Uh, and the other thing that popped to mind is obviously John Gruden now, He's 80s Eddie Murphy. <laughs> nice, Gary! And I'm, I wonder, you know, what do you think What do you think the team owners, right, when the team owners are sitting together and having scotch and fucking cigars or whatever the fuck they're doing, what do you think they talk like, mm. right? The people who, the people who oh. literally buy and sell people like it was the slave era, mm -hmm. you know? They, they, they exactly. do. That's what they do. Like, I'll give you... I'll give no, you $50 million for that talented fucking uh, brown boy you've got from Honduras or wherever you got yeah. him from. You know, that's the way they <laughs> fucking talk. Yeah. 
You know, so hundred percent. Yeah, that's such bullshit. And it, the only people who believe it, like I said, are the vacuous ninnies we call fucking journalists now. They're the only ones. Also, also, John Gruden has worked with like he like the NFL is like maybe what seventy percent black players. He ninety percent of his eighty yeah. percent of his team is fucking black players. Like yeah. he's all, like the interesting thing about racism is. Racism, uh, people who are genuinely racist are not willing to provide a paycheck for, for people who, like, they're racist against. Like, it, it works day in, day out with a 90% black black kind of, like, uh, workforce. Yep. Even if he is racist, like, it's not impacting his ability to do his job because the fucking team's doing good as well. Like, I don't know, just, bro, <laughs> the show's getting too serious. Oh, I don't like it. So you basically, basically, your opinion is he should just be able to walk up to them and like say you fucking nigger and stuff to their face as long as the team's winning. <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't. No, what, what I'm saying, <laughs> no, no, what just, I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, no, there's, there's a difference between. But there's a phrase, there's a phrase I really like from a comedian. Uh, there's a difference between bad words and bad intentions, right? Yeah. So like, I can say a bad word and not have any bad intent behind it, yeah. but. You, you can say a bad word and have a bad intent behind it. Right. Um, I think it's variations of, of the two things. Is this guy a homophobe? Fucking. Is anyone? Show me, I don't know. Show me, a, show me a shit ton of fucking NFL players and they're probably all homophobes. Like. Maybe. It's, he's just dumb enough to put in an email a decade before he got back into the NFL. Like, it's just, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, once again, getting too serious at the arse end of the show. This is normally silly time. I'm not talking stat man. I'm not talking baseball. I'm not talking random shit. Let's talk Trade Week Radio before we finish up this week's yes. show. So, man, I saw this one. Got me got me excited because I'm like, hey, 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 have we got something done? Is something getting done? What are we doing? We, we, something's done, right? Getting something done. Um, yeah. Something getting done. No, nothing, nothing <laughs> um, got fucking done. Nothing's getting done. So they no. were talking about, in, retu- in terms of our team, the Giants, they were talking about, you know, a whole bunch of trades. Remember Laurie... Uh, Rory Lobb we spoke about last week on the show, Greeno. That didn't mm-hmm. get done. Couldn't get yeah. that done, Greeno. Couldn't come to couldn't an agreement. Done. No. Yeah. Apparently Rory wanted a little more money and the Giants were like, well, mm-hmm. sorry, bro, you're just not fucking worth that much and we can't, you know, we can't get anyone yeah. out to get you in. So, um, sorry, you're going to have to stay in mm-hmm. Frio now, which is a bit awkward because there were stories coming out, Greeno, get this. He was texting his former teammates saying how much he's looking forward to training with them again and shit. So like, oh, oh no. now now he's got to march back into his old team <laughs> because Orcs, he couldn't get yeah. the trade done. Oh, big time awkward. Couldn't get it done. Yeah, so do you reckon he'll yeah. walk into the gym and he'll be like, hey, guys, what's going on? And everyone will just get up and walk out and not say anything. It's like, well, now yeah, you can like, – why don't you Zoom your mates at the Giants? You like working out with them. So, you know, bring them up yeah, on Skype. Should have got it done. Yeah, should have exactly. got that done. And then there was this one, which I respect a bit more. This is Luke Bruce. He's won, what, four premierships for the Hawks. I think he's like 31, 32. And the Giants were like, oh, maybe we can trade and get Luke Bruce in. And so the Hawks wanted to trade Luke Bruce. The Giants wanted to trade Luke Bruce in. Luke Bruce said to both of them, nah, fuck you, I'm staying here. (laughs) No. This this line sums up AFL Trade Week Radio, though. Yep. So this was a quote on AFL Trade Week Radio from uh, AFL Media's Riley Beveridge. Yeah. I'm led to believe that the trade was basically almost agreed upon between the Hawks and the Giants for Luke Bruce before the sticking point obviously being Bruce saying no to the deal. So aside from <laughs> nice, the fact Gary. that he had 
he had to agree to the deal, yeah. it almost got done. Yeah. <laughs> Did I mean, anyone bother to think of like, yeah. let's have like, let's, they've gone kind of reverse. They've gone, let's nut out all the details. We're good to go. Oh, yep. We got it done. Yep. Done, done, done. Oh shit. Does anyone ask Bruce if he's going to accept the trade? Oh no, we should, we'll do that. He'd be fine. We'll do done. that last. No, Bruce, like, no, mate. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, uh, Bruce, you want to go to GWS? Like, no, mate. Yeah. Not going to get done. Simple ah, as that. It's not done. And then it would have been over and then yeah. you could have saved like three days worth of, but see, this is the thing. We need to go hey, through all that prep nah. work to give trade radio something to talk about, Greeno. You see. Getting it done. So exactly. we need to make the content because we've sold um, advertising rights to the live streams <laughs> of trade radio and shit now. Now there's people paying us for this stuff. Mm. So you got to have content. Exactly. Got to create it. Is that the end of AFL Trade Week Radio? That's Is it. it all finished now? Yeah, like I said, it's like a seasonal Done. fruit. It's only around for like three weeks and then it disappears again for a whole year. So it's a three-week little like a, like a flower that, that blooms only for a short yeah. time and then withers away and dies only to come back, Greener. Like an exotic fruit, if yeah. you will. Um, hey, right, Jim Gruden. Uh, pretty, pretty disappointing uh, that probably the peak of this show was Bruno Lachia, Chiggy Babes. Mm. But, you know, we got there. We, we got we there in good. the end. Good <laughs> exactly. Got plugs before we go? No, I'm not plugging anything. <laughs> Follow Greeno at the starting no, block. One word, drop the no, K no, at the no, end. No, 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 don't do that. Uh, you got a show tomorrow? What's going on with the show? You doing, doing a show, show tomorrow? Yeah. You're going to talk more about freedom? Yeah, we'll <laughs> crap on about freedom a bit more. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> Do some crapping on about freedom, Trying to get a for your show, dude. Yeah, something like <laughs> yeah. that. Just do, just do some crapping on about freedom and whatnot. I don't know. Going to be on Pessy Saturday <laughs> night, Pessy's uh, midnight stream. So that'll be fun. Oh, is that the? Is that uh, you can do the big booby shows? Uh one of them. I don't. I can't remember which one. It's he. He mentioned it to me, but I forgot. He's, so he's doing some big booby movies at the moment. Uh, so he's doing Boobaween. It's like a month long of like bad boob movies. Yeah, a month old. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, a celebration, if you will. So that'll be Saturday night with Pessy. Yeah, I'll be on uh, later tonight, Friday night, 6 p.m., Daily Boogie, which is now once a Beautiful. week, Greeno. You'll be pleased to know. It's like Women's Weekly. So, so when I said when I said no plug, uh, I got any plugs, like, no, you had two different shows to plug. Well, then you twisted my you arm into it, and I'm and like, well, if you're going to make a big thing out of it, then fine, I'll plug. Yeah. Fuck. What's the point of the plugs bit? Fucking sit there and you plug your show, you plug Pessy's show, we're all good. Well, I don't know why we have a plug bit in the first place. It's just something you want to listen to. Us. Exactly. We just do it because it seems like a good outro. I guess. Otherwise, it just goes straight to bosom buddies. It gets a bit awkward. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just go like this. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth.